Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Shanti, the time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate, but even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul the original, eternal, imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, 
nationality or even a language. Ask yourself, how do you feel at this moment?
2021, everyone. Happy New Year. That was Karen Drucker. I'm so blessed. And what a beautiful way to start the year off with just that attitude and that feeling and that energy to just feel that you're blessed. I was sharing in a class today how 2020 felt like being in a slingshot. Remember those? And we used to get take the twigs of the tree and put it together and put rubber band to create the pressure and we'll put a rock inside and we'll pull it back and pull it back and pull it back and then it just shoots out so 2021 is your year for enthusiasm perseverance moving forward shooting out being the best that you can possibly be and isn't that what we've always wanted anyway who really wants to sign up to not be their best nobody that I know I mean, sometimes we just get tired of ourselves. We get tired of our own personalities. We get tired of our nature. We get tired of being old in the way that we see ourselves and think about ourselves. But it doesn't mean that we don't want the best. We do. We do. We just sometimes give in just a little bit too soon. But we have what it takes. This is the year that has the opportunity to help us to shine. And I know that we can. We've got it in us to do it. So what's on your high list to do today or for at least the first few parts of the year? What do you have planned to bring into your consciousness as your bestowing and your gift for the new year? Because it's important that you're clear with what that is. And when you are clear with what that is, that will offer you the ability to channel your energy where it needs to go. And the more you channel your energy very specifically 
to what is really deeply important to you. There is no question that you're not going to rise. This is our year, 2021. 21 is a very auspicious number. They say if you do the same thing consistently without breaking through it or disrupting it for 21 days, it's going to manifest. So for 2021, what's your manifestation? What's your deep dive? What's your deep dream? What's your deep hold? What is it that you're willing to really achieve for this year? A few weeks ago, we got an email from our friends at Trent and Associates. And in the email, it was their holiday greeting to all of us who have been friends with them for a number of years. And in that email was a meditation, a meditation by our guest, Paul Babin. It was so moving and touching that I reached out to Nancy and asked, is there any way I could have Paul Babin on America Meditating Radio? Thank God she said yes. So we are going to be bringing into the beginning of the year so many beautiful and powerful energies. We had, of course, the wife of the Ambassador of Czech Republic, Indira Gumarova, who has helped us to talk about diplomacy and fashion. And now we'll have Paul to really talk about how we can do a deep dive and open up more of our creativity and leadership as, you know, to look at our lives in the form of real spiritual inner and outer leadership. Ben is an MFA and MA and is a life and leadership coach. Now, he works with people who want to enhance the quality of their life and work but he's also an artist and a musician, and recently combined his spiritual psychology background and love for music to create guided meditations for his coaching clients and his 13,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel. But now for over 30 years, Paul was one of the most successful and respected cinematographers in Hollywood. He had the pleasure of collaborating with many of the industry's greatest directors, among them, Steven Spielberg, Francis Ford Coppola, Peter Rare, and James Cameron on films such as Always, Rainmaker, Fearless, Terminator 2. But he's also a recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Society of Camera Operators. Paul holds a BA and MFA in cinema from the University of Southern California, as well as a Master's in Spiritual Psychology and Certification as a Soul-Centered Professional Coach from the University of Santa Monica. Currently, he shares his time between coaching, creative pursuits and teaching, serving as an adjunct professor at the University of Southern California. Paul, thank you so much for joining us, and a very, very happy new year to you, my brother. Happy new year to you, Sister Jenna. I'm honored to be here. I hope you didn't stay up too late partying for the New Year's. (laughs) Not intentionally. I was awoken by... By the sound of celebration at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was so different this year, I think, for many people. It might have been a very, very reflective New Year's. Just days have passed now, but I look back at some of the videos and the sharing of people. And I guess it's a combination between feeling like they're lost and found. There's an inner finding that's happening with everyone, but there's also an element of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what next. What about you? One of my mentors likes to say, school's in session. That's what last year certainly was for me, and I think a lot of people. School was in session. What is going on? What's the opportunity here? Right. What are your interpretations? Like, you know, what did 2020 represent for you? I think it was a focusing of awareness on the connectedness 
that we are. I think it was a chance to review what's really important. Yeah. I think it was a chance to do a deep dive in our relationships. Yes, yes. It may have been about setting boundaries, symbolically and literally. It was a lot for many of us, wasn't it? Especially with all this time that we now had on our hands. And you and I both know spending time on a smartphone going through social media isn't production. We're not growing if we're doing that. Those hours don't count. How did you spend the day? A lot of it is asking, what's the best way for me to serve in these circumstances? And one of the things I did last year, I began on January 1 by reading each day's Course in Miracles and putting it on my YouTube channel. became a commitment, and I was grateful to have made that commitment. And... Almost every day I would ask, how can I serve? What am I supposed to be doing given these circumstances? That's how the year played out for me. Mm -hmm. I did things creatively. I I created some meditations, worked with my clients. Yes. Watched myself descend into the drama. Yes, I hear you. Yeah, I got that one for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Powerful stuff, Paul. I mean, if we were to write a book on what this last year represented in all of our lives, it would be encyclopedia copies after encyclopedia copies, I tell you. Anyway, listen, I want our wonderful audience to learn more about you. You've got such a background with your talent in so many years. So let's start by talking about your work in filmmaking. I mean, you've said that when you were hired to be a camera operator in 1992, that basically changed your entire life and would forever shift how you looked at the creation process we call filmmaking. What exactly was it that caused the shift in you? And I'm asking you this for a very, very personal reason. During this pandemic, one of the passions that have been emerging within me has been my interest in filmmaking. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like exciting, something about it? communicating yeah. a narrative through a lens. It just has yeah. my passion emerging. So please yeah. tell us, what was it that changed your life? I think it was the experience of collaborative creation, which is what filmmaking is. It's a bunch of people whose experience ranges all over the place and whose perspective spans quite a a rainbow, who are passionate about creating. And it's a childlike experience in many ways. If you look at children, how they decide to immerse themselves in some play situation, filmmaking is a lot like that. And of course, in adults, ego comes out big time. So it was fascinating to me to watch uh, certain directors work with this medium of a crew and the script and the actors and create the good ones to watch them create the space in which all these elements came together with a dose of the unknown 
and to see what came out. So did you like more the collaboration with people or was it the final product that when you saw what the collaboration of folks create or was it both? It was more the experience than the product. The experience of watching the product in a theater with people was another energetic high. Sometimes it was energetic disappointment. But I think more than anything, it was the in-the-moment experience. And it was best by the directors, Peter Weir, who was quite spiritual in his approach and had a big impact on me in my life. How old were you then? I was 40, around 40. Hmm. So you had basically lived a lot and bumped into this and something has opened up for you completely, huh? Very much so. I mean, for example, you treated everybody on the crew with the same love and respect. He played music on the set. Mm. He said often, expect the unexpected. He would say that after preparing, doing his homework, preparing everything, there was a sense of, okay, we're going to let it go now as we roll the camera and see what the universe provides, Mm -hmm. see what the great muse is going to deliver. I love that. He must have been a creative genius. So you've worked with a lot of amazing directors. What are your takeaways from 35 years of working in Hollywood, and what are some of the spiritual and leadership lessons that you learned from working with directors like Peter Weir or Steven Spielberg or others? Well, there are a lot of leadership tools, but I think the one that's right at the top of the list is love. And and as I was saying with, with Peter, we're simply looking someone in the eyes and saying, I see you today. Calls forward a commitment and a passion and a spirit of unity in a creative collaboration is powerful. Creating safe space. So that if someone has an idea, they are free to offer that without fear of criticism or humiliation. Laughter is a great tool. When you say creating safe space, what was that like? I think for the people, it's an experience of I matter. Mm. I think if we put it in spiritual terms... I am a divine child of God, along with everybody else here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the 35 years in Hollywood, did Hollywood teach you anything? Because I hear it's such a harsh environment. You really need to be yeah. thick-skinned and at the same token sensitive enough to know if somebody's really telling you the truth, really supporting you or not. You really have to, in a way, rely on your sixth sense to survive Hollywood. What did you learn from Hollywood, and would you say it has changed a lot during the pandemic? You know, in terms of the changing during the pandemic, I'm sure it has. I've spoken with people who are still working. I'm not actively engaged, but Mm -hmm. it has to have been. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. In terms of what I learned, very, very early in my career, I heard an interview with 
a grizzled old veteran director who had gotten his start in the silent era, had directed a hundred movies in his career. And the interviewer asked him, do you have any advice for young people getting started in the film business? This was in the seventies. And he said, yeah, I have a suggestion. I suggest they be honest. There'll be less competition that way. And that indeed that was, big. was a lesson that I learned again and again. Yeah. Be honest. It'll set you apart from most of the people around you who are afraid to be honest, who, who don't feel it's safe enough to be honest, who are, um, you know, very concerned about how people are reacting to them. Yes. Yes. Rather than yes. walking their talk, speaking their truth. Yes, I understand that. And honesty is one of my yeah. most important virtues. Tell us about your studies in spiritual psychology. What exactly is that? And how has your study of it transformed your own life? So spiritual psychology was something formed by two amazing people, uh, Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick, who are Ph.D. psychologists who became aware that the, the word psychology has this Greek root of psyche, which means soul or breath of life. And yet that seemed to be missing from the 20th century version or definition of, of the word psychology. So they began to incorporate, sort of borrow from a variety of spiritual traditions and traditional psychology to create a big what-if picture. They define spiritual psychology as study and practice of the art and science of conscious awakening. And my experience of going through their degree program was powerful in the way that I was able to understand and change my limiting beliefs and learn some principles and tools to heal my deepest of wounds and kind of return to the exciting, creative mindset I had as a child and a teenager. Yep, I came out of it feeling 19 again and still do. (laughs) I love that feeling. Yeah. It is a real treat when you can come out feeling still your innocence, I tell you. After all that we've been through, yeah. it's a gift yes. to still be able to yeah. hold on to that spirit of innocence. Combination of spiritual psychology and your love for music urged you to create some guided meditations. There are many forms of meditations nowadays. What does mm-hmm. your meditation practice consist of and what have you found to be some of the benefits of meditation and Could you also guide us into a lovely meditation? Sure. So meditation for me is the chance to look at the two sides of my brain. It's a chance to look at my survival brain, which has kind of a limited, dualistic, judgmental, impatient quality about it. And then to look at this higher self that seems to be up there and and to watch these two it's a lot of witnessing for me doing this witnessing just getting quiet and 
using tools like focusing on my breath or taking a little guided meditation trip. It seems to open the door on inspiration, on spirit. And this inspiration can very well guide me. So it's a grounding, connecting under the best of circumstances. Can you guide us into meditation now? Sure. Let's start with a nice, deep breath, beginning down in our belly, letting it rise up into our lungs, and up into the crown of our head. And as we release, just notice the beautiful releasing of any tension in our body, letting go, letting go of any forms of resistance, mental noise, shoulds and shouldn'ts. As we breathe in, acceptance, breathe in the love around us. And as we breathe in, imagine spaciousness occurring within us. Imagine that literally, the space within each molecule and cell and atom is expanding. And as we inhale, we take in a beautiful energy that then feeds into this newly found space and actually provides a sense of being lighter than air. And within this lightness, within this spaciousness, You can give yourself permission to have whatever experience you choose to have right now. The gift of being present in whatever form that takes. And within this presence, you may have a question. Something like, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? How would you have me serve? How can I better come into alignment with my purpose in this lifetime? And as you 
come back into this other reality. I'd like you to pause and you really feel gratitude for the abundance in your life. And so it is. And so it is. If you're tuning in just now, everyone, you just got a beautiful meditation from Paul Babin. And got a beautiful mix and combination of spiritual psychology and music and filmmaking. Just came out of a meditation with Paul. Paul, as we move into our conversation together, New Year, everyone's hopeful, optimistic, hoping for the best. In your leadership coaching, I understand that you take souls through a process called remembering who they are. What's the process Mm. of doing this work, and how do you help souls to gain clarity? So I borrow one of the premises from spiritual psychology, which is that we are souls having a human experience. And the goal is to heal our deepest of wounds, which usually exist within us as limiting beliefs, misunderstandings, stories that we bought into early in life. To look at understanding and healing this wound as our karmic path in this lifetime. And the healing of this wound will allow us to become more loving and to serve. The healing of these wounds give us the opportunity to come into alignment with what it is we're supposed to be doing in this lifetime. Typically something that involves fun. I'm all signing up for that, Paul. It sounds like you're having an experience of that with your filmmaking right now. I am. I am. It's been so There's a soul purpose with this. I have to send you the Diwali dance we did. It was so much fun. Mm. Yeah. There's a powerful tool for getting to the core of who we are. Yes. Creating safe space. Tapping into the universal muse. So as I look at this and we go deeper into it, our judgment of others often creates suffering for us and for those whom we are judging. What are your thoughts about this, especially during these challenging times where in the media all you hear are people judging each other? Yeah. So one of the lessons I've learned is that when I judge, I suffer without fail. And again, we see it, we see it happening all the time. And by judging, I mean criticizing something or someone in a way that has energy attached to it, that has emotion attached to it. Judgment tends to cloud my consciousness. It makes loving choices more challenging. 
I have to be hyper aware of when I'm judging, especially when I'm judging myself, particularly of wounds that we carry with us or judgments we have about ourselves. I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. I'm unworthy. These are the big three. It's such a big one. Yeah. yeah. The healing work really starts with understanding what am I telling myself? Yes. Yes. Especially on a subconscious level. What am I believing? Yeah. yeah. You know, we can talk yeah. a whole bunch of garbage to ourselves, but it's the ones that land in you and you walk around believing that it is true. Yes. And it's not. And very so, often putting on to other yeah, people. Yeah. Exactly. And the beautiful part about the whole narrative is that we're so beautiful that we can just pause for a moment and accept it. So here yeah. we are, Paul, 2021. The world is yeah. optimistic and it's ready to move forward. And I was told that this is going to be really the year of dynamic things and the age of Aquarius is upon us and things are opening oh, up and people are yeah. just like ready to create the golden age. What are you going to do this yeah. year to create a golden age? I'm going to continue to work on myself because this is where it all starts. It all starts inside me. The most powerful thing I can do is to walk my talk. The most powerful thing I can do is show up in love. And it all radiates out from there. I'm going to continue to make self-honoring choices about my self-care, which I split into four main areas, physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional. I continue to work on those areas in my life to help mm-hmm. my clients work on those areas in their life mm-hmm. and then just watch it blossom from there. People are inspired when they see authenticity in others, when they see people really yes. they speak their truth, they perform their truth, they live their passions, and we're able to do that when we take care of business within us. We can show up in our true self. That's, I agree. That's my goal. And the other one is just to, to listen to higher power. My ear cocked. What am I? What am I supposed to be doing next? I love that. It's such a gift to talk to you. You have such a beautiful radiance about you, Sister Jen. I feel the grace of this conversation. A natural flow, right? Yeah. Two old friends reconnecting, (laughs) getting ready to do the work. Yeah, you, you talk about remembering. That's, I think, what this is about. You know, when I look at remembering, for me, it's... It's been interesting, Paul. I've been on such a life review, unintentional. Mm -hmm. And what's been happening for me has been a life review of a deep, deep sense of my past, things that I've missed, things that I'm ready to let go of. It's been like old narratives, but Mm. beautiful, as if they're saying, 
look at what has shaped you to being who you are. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't know. Yeah. It's been a very profound time, to say the least. I must say it's been absolutely profound, to say the least. Yeah, I'm sensing that there's love in this review you're going through. That you're lovingly looking on the path you've walked. Major, major, major love and a major acceptance of love. Yeah. I think because my life moves so fast, I didn't even pause to receive that. I was just not thinking it was that important. And uh, I have to say 2020 gave me the window to really valuing how much love there was in my life, so much that we can talk about, which we were going to have to do off air. (laughs) But anyway, listen, leave us with a contact info or do you have anything coming up in the future that individuals can, you know, tune in online? We would love to keep in touch with you. Well, my meditations right now are on the Abundance channel on YouTube. I am about to also begin meditations on Intention Timer. Okay, good. My website is paulbabin.com. It's it's, uh, Paul Babin, B-A-B-I-N. Great. And then individuals can Uh, get in touch with you. Beautiful. Listen, I want to keep up with you in 2021 so we can do a lot of great work in making the world a better place. And let me just say thank you so much for the work that you're doing and the authenticity that you brought into this moment and this conversation. Really appreciated it. And to be continued, to absolutely be continued. (laughs) I would love that, Sister Jenner, and same to you. Thank you. Same here. All the best. Paul Maven, thank you so much for joining us on America Meditating. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone, that was Paul Babin. For more information, just go to paulbabin.com if you'd like to reconnect with the energy and the, the thoughts that Paul is bringing into our lives. I loved the energy. Actually, I got a little carried away. just wanted to chit-chat like we were on the sofa, sipping a cup of hot chocolate, you know, by the fireplace, you know, one of those conversations. So hopefully you also felt the same. Hey, I'm wishing you the best for this year and beyond, and please don't waste it. Make it one of your most powerful yet, where you really feel that you are ready to bring that enthusiasm into 2021, and you're willing to dream bigger than you've dreamt before and you're willing to bring some ashe ashe into your existence and say yes i'm going to do it i'm going to do it (laughs) remember no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission and we really are here to love each other the same here's ricky byers ashe ashe happy new year everyone lots of love take care my life is good
Sister Jenna, you've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.